0: Thank you, God, that you allowed your own son, begotten, to come and share with us. Thank you for the prophecy Isaiah prophesied for us, and even in those days of old. May you humble us as we sit here, and even stand for you. Also humble me as I talk to the people, in the name of God the Father. Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Allow me to remove this thing and I talk properly to you. My names. some of you don't know me, I'm called Grace Elisa, Sentong, Wamala, Kasawuli. Those names are important to me, don't worry about them. Thank you, my brother Moses, for introducing me very well, and David for reading very well, that now... I will not read the text, I will just be referring to it. I bring greetings from my home. My wife is not here. We have a sick mom at home who is wheeled in a chair. She cannot move, so we do a bit of logistic. But I mean, she's our mom. We have to do it. And even my children and grandchildren, they send greetings to you. And they are watching me. And I have to be very careful, because if I misbehave, they will not give me food. Okay. The theme for today is Afflicted, the Afflicted Servant, the Afflicted Servant, and is drawn from Isaiah 53, verses 1 to 12, but specifically, verses 6 to 7. I just want to make a bit of explanation about the word affliction and affection an effect, especially for the young children who are here, so they can understand the old people, you can follow me, but especially for the young children, because I'm a teacher of school, and even adult education. Children and big adults who are here, the word afflict means, I get my brother like him, who stayed here, he's my friend, I come and pounce a big blow on him. I inflict pain on him, and if he's very strong like me, he could also afflict me. That is the law of nature. You cause pain, you cause trouble, and that one affects the person afflicted adversely. You can afflict someone mentally, socially, economically, Religiously, and someone can remain a person who is hurt forever. Afflict is a verb and can be a noun later on, but I think I, I am not teaching English. Affect closely related to affliction also means that when you are afflicted, then there is that effect which is done on you. And it makes a difference in your way of thinking. In fact, it teaches your emotions, touches your emotions, and you move. You are affected. Many of you may have fallen in love when you are in secondary school, and you have like a small girl, like a small boy, and you begin loving. You know, during the 70s, 60s, you try write small letters, and then you put in either here like this, and then you throw it by guy. In. For you, you are lucky you have telephones. For us, you use small letters, and you throw near the girl. And if the girl read it, she would be a bit shy. She could answer it. Also, when she's going out, she throws it there. That is how we used to love. But if you wrote a small note to a girl and says no, you are afflicted, affected emotionally. And the effect of that one causes you and me to have a long-term effect. Jesus Christ was a suffering servant. And we are so happy that prophet Isaiah talked about this suffering servant who was afflicted years back. In fact, when we read verse 52 coming to 53, he talks about people of God who had been put into prison in Egypt, exiled. They were afflicted. They are sorrowed taken for nothing, beaten, made to build the pyramids. Some of you have been in Egypt. You see men, especially men, who put up build pyramids almost bigger than that thing. By men, they were afflicted by pain. He worked to put up them. But Isaiah is saying in verse 52 verse 1, he calls upon his people, to rise up. that rise up from your affliction. Because a Messiah is coming. He says, awake. Awake. Put on your strength, O Zion. For there shall no more come into you any pain from the uncircumcised and people. In fact, he's not talking to those people of old. He's talking to you that awake. Awake. Arise from all your affliction. Different one, emotional, psychological, economical, and wait because the Savior has come. Isaiah uses very, very strong words. He says, shake yourself from the dust. For the children who are here, when he says shake yourself from the dust, he means if you have been moving, In the dust, dust comes on your clothes, on your shoes. And Isaiah is saying, currently, in religious form, remove all the dust. Because the child of God came and is ready to die for you. And you're in a time of Lent that you are remembering and talking to him, crying to him to relieve us. That be seated in your own Jerusalem. Be seated in your Jerusalem, repenting, changing for the best. Isaiah remember, reminds us that you and me were once sorrowed in Egypt. When he talks about that one in verse 13 52, he doesn't that mean that you were sold in Egypt of Upper Africa, no. That you have been sold in the Egypt of your sins individually, in your home, in your offices. And he's saying, You were sold for nothing. The Assyrians oppressed you, that your people, Assyrians, in your offices, in homes. I was talking in the morning that some men oppressed the women some women oppress us men and for us men when the woman oppresses us we keep quiet because you are men which is very bad when your wife oppresses you also stand up and I am a man of God even you woman if a man oppresses you tell him that you are my husband don't allow you are taken away for nothing but now Jesus came and bought your life We are now covered and carried under him. In verses, 50, chapter 53, verse 2, he says, For he grew up before him like a young plant and like a root out of the dry ground. That Jesus grew out like a young plant, like a flower, a leaf coming out of the ground. It means that he was not known he rose up from the ground to become your Messiah. He was despised and rejected by men. You and me rejected him then, but even up to now, there are some still people who don't appreciate. We come to church here, we sit, we dress prayers, but when we don't, we despise him and reject him. A man of sorrow and acquainted with grief. And as one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised, and we esteem him not. Don't you and me despise the word of God. Don't you and me cause affliction to the body of Jesus Christ. Verse number five. Even four you read at home, but even for is important for this suffering servant. Suffer. He says, Surely he has borne our grief and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken. He bore your and my sorrows. Through the journey we are going through now of Lent, Jesus is calling. He's carrying. I compare Jesus now to some of our mothers here. When they put children on the back, they bore the burden of the child. Whether the child is crying, is creating on her or he, doing everything. Moms bore the burdens of our children. Jesus carried all your burden and mine and he atoned you and me. Like a sheep that has gone astray, you and me went astray. A sheep, unlike a goat, some of us had those cows, my parents had, I have one or two. A goat and a cow and a sheep are different. A sheep follows without any question. In fact, if you have cows, I have some cows, a few sheep, but sheep will follow a cow, even if you follow a goat. In fact, a sheep can even fall in what? In a pit when a cow is going. He's saying, like a sheep that gets lost, it's like you and me, but Jesus became a lamb that was slaughtered for you and me. And during that slaughtering, Jesus bore all your pain. I was giving an example to younger children here. When I was young, even now I can do it, but see, I'm now old, I don't want to slaughter cows and goats. But when I was young, my father could say, "Erisa." Hey, go and slaughter a a sheep or a goat. You just go in the crowd. It says that sheep, you get a a, a rope, you tie on the leg, front leg of a sheep and you take the sheep. The sheep knows the Jambia. It looks at it. You get the Jambia. You even sharpen it when the sheep is looking at you. You tell her, lie down. The ship will go down like this, and bam, you cut it. That is what you and me did for Jesus. He didn't mind. You despised him. You pierced him. You on him because of your sins. But because he was the lamb of God for you, he bore your sins. We are now in the time of Lent a time of Lent when you have to accept Jesus as Lord and Savior. Allow him to carry your burdens. By oppression and judgment, he was taken away. And for his generation, considered as nothing. Many of you and me have done so. But allow Jesus to bore your sins. I have four lessons for you today. One, that the Messiah died for you and me. He carried all your sins. He lived a humble life. He became a suffering servant. May you today and forward allow the Messiah to carry your sins and mine, that even as you reach Christmas time, you have prepared the way, and the way is good. This Messiah was humble. He suffered for you, and showed mercy for you. Lesson number two, and which is very important, that as Christians, let us not miscalculate the importance of the servant leadership. Many of you, when you reach some of the younger boys in Uganda gamba Don't mis- miscalculate the servant leadership of God. He died for you. Caused salvation. He causes healing and counseling for you. He allows you to go in fellowship. Please allow Jesus to become your healer. Your counselor your friend, the moment you allow him to be so, then life is lived properly. Lesson number three. And I've mentioned it, I'm just emphasizing it, that he became a burdened barrier for you. He atoned your sins. He pulled away the curtain of sin and grief and pain. That any time you are going through that one, you just touch on him and then see the relevancy of him. I was giving an example. Just last week, I think Saturday, I was in the vehicle with my wife, and then I went to get fuel. After getting fuel, a young man had parked behind me. He had a mark, not very new, but quite good looking. My vehicle was a bit better than him. And even the vehicle I came, it was not his. So, poor man, I reversed, and I just touched it like this. The boy got out of the vehicle. He almost strangled me. He said, you have knocked my vehicle. I got out. I was putting on this round call. I thought he would respect me. No. (laughs) He began calling me all the bad words. I said, but, sir, excuse me. What can I do? He... (sighs) He said, and he was drinking his soda. Like the other people, pause, drinking a soda, soda. He couldn't listen to me. Finally, I said, but I think he's wasting a lot of my time. I have the ability to repair where I've knocked. I said, oh, man, you're wasting my time. How much does it cost to repair this thing? He said, I want to call my mechanic. It took him about 20 minutes to call a mechanic. I was patient. Because Jesus bore my sins. But as we were struggling there, this way, waiting, a friend of mine comes. He said, But, canon, I passed here, you are here. What's happening? I said, ha, I have a problem with this young man. I scratched a bit of his vehicle. But he has gone, This vehicle is for my friend. So he gets the telephone. He rings a friend, said, But you know, your vehicle is knocked here, as scratched. What did you do? He said, Who was that? Canon. He said, Let him go. I said, God. I thanked God, but I was able to pay because God has given me some little money. But the boy, the boy had become stupid. So the owner gets the boy's number. He said, Gentlemen, we have we move up to me to the one. Auntie, 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 auntie. He said, He see your cast away from To cut the short story, was that the boy and me both possibly may not have been repentant, but when the grace of God comes in, the humility, the suffering servant. You and me don't need to overstrain. Finally, I said no. This younger man I have to preach to him. But because he was annoyed, I said, Let us pray. He said for me, I don't believe in prayer. But I insisted and I insisted he was arrogant with the casoda akataguam, which had got finished. Finally he agreed, got his hand, prayed with him. Think he would get saved? He said, "Amen." And he He didn't get saved. The arrogance, the old man in him, had failed. But I said I will still look for you because you are still driving a vehicle of my friend. And I told him, "Please send regards to my friend." He said, "Munda yira mukama oyo magamba bakana." What, why am I saying that one? That during even this time of Lent, if you have a challenge with someone, solve issues amicably, because he suffered for you. He is bearing all our challenges. The last lesson: the idea of a straight ship and the ship to be slaughtered is so important. It introduces the idea of the good shepherd, that you and me are there to emulate, stand in for Jesus. Just have a moment and reflect. How have you and me behaved during this length period? Am I closely working with my family, in my closely working with the people in the office? Oh, I am subjugating them. I've become a stumbling block. Don't allow this land to go without saying sorry. For us, when we were growing up, my father and mother were. But <laughs> you people, if you grew in the family of local. We used to pray almost every time, even if you ate with glutton. Go, you know, forgiveness. Every time go, I'm sorry to We sang to Every hour to I'm sorry. But these days, people don't stay sorry people are deliberate, even if he has done something. Lent period now is teaching you and me to say enough is enough. There is a savior who atoned for me. I need to recognize my sin. I need to repent, then share with the people, and then move ahead. He was oppressed and was afflicted. Yet he did not open his mouth like the lamb that is led to the slaughter. And like a sheep for the shearer, he said silence. Learn you and me to say silence. Verse 54, 53, towards the end is so good, 12, of which I want to end with. They say, therefore, I will divide him a portion with the many and shall divide the spell with the strong, because he poured out his soul to death and was numbered with the transgressors. Yet he bore the sins of many and makes intercession for the transgressors. Jesus bears your sin and makes intercession for you. I want to end there for today. Next time when they give me a chance, I'll add on, but I want to re- sing you a song a song which I love very much is in Uganda. Some of you can follow. But those who can't follow, just listen to some of our old singing. Yeah. This song is related to the theme for today. Jesus bore our sins. He was a suffering servant. It goes like this. <clears throat> Jesus
1: <Sings> haja abalave tu livagoa Jesus muro coziwa fe ali tujuna avange Jesus gaamba mumezenzija Mangu to mudamu to nawana, o richesache. Lava eje ya setani liva. Nae ye Yesu ariwamu na febu avange yeswa gambwe mwe mugume njinjajo ri tumudamu tuna Bore amafumu ga setanikwe kusomosa gonagana menyi bwanga na yaligowa avange yeswagamba Timo gome zenzi ya mango to mutamu to sache. The last one, a we gambo Je okugoba o kugoba abalabe abangeye swagamba mwe mugo me zezijama ku ki sa che